0: Welcome to the I'm Coach Matt Ward podcast, the place where we don't give a shit about people who say that we can't. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the I'm Coach Matt Ward podcast good to have you here with me again thank you for listening and today we're going to be talking about the importance of valuing people and respecting people regardless of what you perceive their social value in life is. Now I I was brought up uh, to always respect people and always treat others how you would like to be treated yourself as well. Now of course it takes a while for us to mature and Uh, to actually understand this and to use it correctly but I I was brought up well you know by all means I I wasn't brought up privileged but I was always brought up around good morals and good foundations and this is what I've always tried to continue throughout yes there are times when you can't follow your own rules your own morals uh, and you do break off sometimes we all have our limits right Uh, but at the same time when the time is needed uh, I believe I've tried to stay true to it as much as possible and you know this could be uh, a simple example like this is how do you treat someone who's cleaning the bathrooms and the toilets uh, in a restaurant okay do you say hi to them do you treat them uh, as normal or do you look down on them like a piece of shit you know that that is just a real basic example and uh, there are people out there who judge others by uh, their status or if they think that their status or the social status or work status or financial status is lower or higher than their own. They will treat people differently on how they perceive the real standing to go. For example, if I walk in and uh, there's there's a waiter and they come to our table and yes I've been shitty waiters before if they've been rude first okay that's a different story but however you should be treating people with the same level of respect you would treat someone else who's your superior so if you go into a restaurant and you want to belittle waiters or waitresses because you perceive that your position in life and your actual value in society is higher than theirs you look down on them and treat them bad or you belittle them, then you're an asshole and that's the type of person you are and you are, you're an absolute asshole and I feel sad for you. Now the funny thing about this is people like this probably don't care because their head is so far up their ass they just do not actually think that they're that type of person. They don't understand. Oh there's a nice bird tweeting in the background. I'm uh, underneath a temple now just chilling out so that's why. Uh, The bird was here first and no problems. So then you get others who actually are respectful to people regardless of them being a lower social status or perceived lower social status or if they're a higher one. We as a people have a tendency to only lick and kiss ass of people we think are more handsome or prettier, earn more money or have more money. Now this is all perception, right? Everything's different. Everything's the eye of the beholder or we have a better job, or a better existence for them, or not, okay? This is how we normally kiss ass, and, and if someone is better or higher than we are, in terms of this, then we tend to treat them better, or treat them differently, or with more respect. Good people out there, they will treat everyone the same, and I know it is hard sometimes. It is really difficult for some people. But if you're a good-natured person, if you're very leveled, and you treat everyone you're saying because you actually believe in circumstance and you believe that being a good person in society will bring back value to you then you will treat everyone the same whether they're higher than you or lower than you or perceived to be higher or lower than you okay oh no but we get the same 24 hours in a day to achieve anything we want okay steady on Muhammad Ali yeah I know we do but others just need a little bit of extra help so what happens right if you're a big big asshole and you're walking in and you go for a, you go to the toilet and then you walk past some guy on his hands and knees uh, cleaning the toilet in a men's changing room I'm talking as a man here because uh, uh, I use a men's changing room and uh, you look down and then you just drop you just drop your chewing gum out your mouth because he's on the floor anyway he'll pick it up you spit your chewing gum out before you have a piss your urinal it's his job no problem he'll clean it up okay look how you treated him now, did you know and yeah you 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 hear stories from this before if you look for it and did you know that this guy actually is a millionaire and he just does that because he needs something to do he's lonely now he does that Not as a hobby, but just to keep his mind and brain functioning. If you knew he was a millionaire, would you do the same thing? Would you treat him as badly? No, of course you wouldn't. And that is the issue with people and the way we treat others and basically the level of our humanity nowadays. Now I'm going to fast forward to, uh, I would say, uh, almost 2017, potentially into 2017 when I was in Hong Kong now i'm in hong kong i mean i forgot where it was was it chicago rock cafe Uh, i was in hong kong doing some business uh, getting some paperwork completely what i needed and uh, i went for some food i went for a couple of beers chicago Chicago rock cafe next to one of gordon ramsay's restaurants so nice area great uh i was being very posh and spending four pound eighty for a pint of fucking beer so uh i went there and sat down really good environment nice and relaxed Uh, Anyway, uh, uh, in Hong Kong they get uh, a lot of uh, nationalities. or they did before, uh, all the riots and everything unfortunately happened, Uh, they used to get uh, a lot of nationalities working because they can get uh, visas for Hong Kong. So you'd have uh, a lot of Indian, Pakistan, uh, Filipino, uh, Sri Lankan, uh, African, different Europeans, you know everyone from different spectrums of the world uh, working in Hong Kong which made it amazing. So, on there, I've my beer. I'm just waiting for my buffalo wings and some potato potato wedges. And uh, Indian waiter's looking at me, and he, he stood by by the side, and, uh, and he's smiling. And I said, "Hey, mate, you're right." And he's like, "Yeah, yeah. How are you?" I said, "Yeah, I'm good, thanks." I said, "How are you? How long have you been working here?" He said, "Oh, I've been I've been working here maybe five five years now, sir. Very very polite." And anyone who's come across, uh, if 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 you uh, from the UK, if you come across. Uh, most foreigners uh, in Asia, they're very polite, always call you sir or madam well, some of them do but very respectful and we should give the same back so I get chatting and uh, he, he tells me a bit about his uh, uh, his life in India, his family and everything, amazing I love hearing about that like I actually learned a lot from him but what I didn't learn from him was uh, something which was my uh, naivety and my skepticism uh, which we are as a race very skeptical of everything and anyone wants to give us good, right? <clears throat> which is why you're all skeptical of some of the things I say, like once on Twitter, I wanted to give away a hundred pound and I did a I did a quiz and about seven people uh, went in for it because they thought, hang on, why does he want to give away a hundred pound? Because I wanted to, I wanted someone just to do something very little, which was like comment on the tweet and you'll get a hundred pound to help buy groceries you know if you needed a hundred pound if you didn't it's hundred pound beer money okay and only seven people went in for it so that's how skeptical skeptical (laughs) that's how suspicious uh we are as people and and this is the time when i was suspicious and normally i'm not if someone says hey you know have a go at this of course you need to figure out if it's true or not but i'll normally go in for it because you've got to be in it to win it so we're chatting and uh yeah he told me about his family and everything great awesome and uh, i used to work in the food and beverage industry as well so i was talking about his uh, work environment how it was to work there and everything and he enjoyed it and already he had done what i i normally do is build a relationship with a customer just by talking about normal things you don't have to be intrusive you don't have to uh, ask rude questions or be rude or, or go into someone's privacy. You just have to be polite and say something simple like, hey the weather's good today, oh I like your tattoos, where do you get them from? Well he didn't say that because and no one likes tribal tattoos what I have. So you know, very polite conversation. Anyway, we, I, I got another beer, he, he got me a beer and uh, he, he brought it in and guess what? He even bought me a beer. So there you go, how many people who is a waiter or a waitress uh, (laughs) working their ass off to support a big family in Hong Kong would buy you a beer? Not only did he buy me a beer, he gave me a piece of advice which if I had taken it would have made me a lot more money and uh, potentially uh, changed my life. Yeah, pretty pretty much, or, or the course of life uh, as it as it stands, I didn't take it. So we get on to the uh, conversation of uh, what I did at the time. I just finished coaching in in China and was talking about investments and money. And he said, Matt, he said, Matt, I tell you now, listen to me. I really, really tell you, buy Bitcoin. And I'm like, fuck off, mate. I, I've heard about this Bitcoin and stuff, it's some kind of Ponzi scheme or something and not interested, he said, Matt please I'm telling you, and you know when people really beg you and tell you please, you actually do the opposite even more, right? Well I don't anymore, but at this point I did, Matt really, look into Bitcoin, if you have some spare money, invest in it, it's going to be very, very big. And and this was already old, right? Bitcoin started way before 2017 and people have become billionaires from it. Now, he said, you've got to invest in Bitcoin. You buy Bitcoin, it's going to increase in price. Now, I won't go into it fully, but for those of you who don't know what Bitcoin is, or you do, but you don't really know what it is, it's cryptocurrency. Cryptocurrency is basically used when we transfer money between banks, or when we transfer uh, payments to PayPal, etc. You don't know, or you may not know, but that is using cryptocurrency, okay? It's using crypto. Now I invest in cryptocurrency now and not just because of this but because I actually realise that this is the future. It's the way we're going, especially not going off topic but especially now you hear people thinking oh the virus is spread through touching banknotes, cash is going to be extinct in the near future, near future I don't know when the fuck it's going to be but we will start using some kind of cryptocurrency or some kind of digital currency. We already do. If you go to China, they use Alipay, okay? Hardly anyone carries cash in China. You've got your app on your phone, uh, you scan it, that's it, you paid. Uh, I don't know, uh, in the UK I think uh, everyone's using Apple Pay now, it's the same. It's almost the same as the money is gone, everyone's using Apple Pay. That is how it's going to happen. Now, how do you think all this money is transferred from A to B? It's transferred through cryptocurrency. Should I say blockchains? I'm, I'm, I'm being naive, saying cryptocurrency, but blockchains is another thing. Let's just call it cryptocurrency for now. Okay, so he's saying, Matt, please, I beg you, invest in crypto, invest in Bitcoin, especially. I said, no, I'm not going to do that. Come on, I'm going to get another beer. This time, I'm paying for it, and I'm going to, I'm going to give you a tip because you're going to good advice. You bought me a drink, and I'm not taking it. I was very skeptical. I was very suspicious. And uh, I didn't even do any uh, deep research into it. I just got drunk, had more beers, okay? Bad on me. So at the time, uh, what he was saying, I can't even remember his name, uh, which is really bad on me. Uh, At the time, uh, Bitcoin, now I've looked back, at the time he told me this, it was just below 2,000 US dollars per coin. It was just under 2,000 US dollars per coin. It used to be in the hundreds it used to be $1 it used to be a few cents okay now if I had took his advice today right now speaking Bitcoin is worth thirteen one three thirteen thousand per coin thirteen thousand per coin well done, Matt. Good on you for not listening to this piece of advice. Now, it's even gone up to an all-time higher of 20,000 US dollars for one coin. 20,000. So, he was begging me to invest in it, and he wasn't getting anything from it. He was just trying to give me a tip, right? He was begging me to invest in it when it was 2,000, okay? If I had 10,000 to invest, I could have bought five coins. You do the math. Five. <laughs> Five times, 13,000, okay, boom. Thank you very much, I'm straight back to Hong Kong, and I'm giving him $5,000 from that, easily. So that's the kind of person I am, but unfortunately it didn't get that far because I didn't take on his advice. Do I regret it? Yes, because I'm human, of course I did. However, what have I gained from that and what have I learned from that? I always try and take value from everything now, even my own stupidity, even when I've messed up, okay? I take from that now where I listen to people. And going back to how I started this topic, did I, did I look at his position? Now maybe I, I did, now this is, and this is where I fucked up. And this is where I went against my morals and my my foundations of how I was brought up and what I was saying about Mr. Asshole and Mrs. Asshole at the beginning of this episode. Did I look at him and think, you know what, he's an awesome guy, ran the good chat, but how qualified is he to start telling me what I should invest in or start suggesting what I should invest in? What is his knowledge based on about cryptocurrency and Bitcoin? But guess what? He knew more than I did about it so was I judging him by his social status and by his job yes I think I did and I didn't take his advice on board and yeah I got what I deserved I missed out on an amazing opportunity anyway even I'm a little bit late to the gun show I've uh, invested in cryptocurrency now Uh, luckily uh, yes not as cheap as 2,000 but cheaper than 13,000 so it's all good but the moral to the story is and the moral to this episode is take away your bias okay in any situation possible as hard as it may be I, I'm, I used to be one of the worst and I still am okay I am still very uh, I, I do a lot of people watching I love being at airports okay I'm, walk, I'm looking around and thinking oh they in a the suit I wonder what they do. Are they a trader? Are they in some kind of business management or something? Or maybe they're wearing a suit because they feel good wearing a suit. You don't know, right? So you don't know until you know. You do not know until you know. (laughs) So I learned this and now I'm able, even talking with someone, to actually figure out if I'm going to like them or not. Okay? There's nothing worse than standing at a party, for example. And there's always one oxygen thief who's fucking talking about themselves, more often me, and everyone feels inclined to stand around in a circle going, oh yeah, 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 because you think that they have a higher social worth than you. Fuck that. Nowadays if you just don't want to listen to someone, don't. Walk away, okay? So. I can now, for me, for what I need, I can very very quickly come to a conclusion if I want to hear something from that person or not. Now it comes down to if that person is genuine or not. So if I go back now to that time in Hong Kong, this guy was genuine, brilliant guy, he bought me a beer when he was working as a waiter uh, in Hong Kong, Okay, as genuine as you can get. So, I would absolutely take that opportunity in a heartbeat if it came across again. Big lesson learned. Here's another example which I've experienced. I went to Australia to do a a football coaching course. Okay. Now, at that time, again, I had just finished uh, coaching uh, in China, in China uh, League One, so the second tier, for a team which was in the top tier, the Chinese Super League, and they got relegated. we was, uh, we was in a team with some very, very good players uh, who had worked with Sven-Goran Eriksson, the old England manager, if you don't follow football. We uh, were also playing against uh, teams who had managers such as Chiaro Ferrara, who used to be the Italian Juventus defender and the Juventus manager. And uh, Fabio Cannavaro, the beautiful, handsome Italian, Italian uh, defender, World Cup winner we played against them teams and coaches and we beat them okay good for us well done now I'm not saying oh yeah I'm awesome you know I made I made all this money uh, coaching in China blah 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 I worked with these players we played against these players and coaches but guess what I had that experience so I went to this coaching course and uh, because if you've ever been to a, a course with many people on it especially of different cultures different backgrounds Uh, Especially in Australia where they try, uh, where they tend to be quite outspoken with all their amazing experiences and they know best and nothing else is better. Uh, You know, sometimes I'm very quiet because I'm a confused mixture of a Cancerian and a Leo, uh, both mixed together. So I like to just be very quiet and just listen and just watch. And if I need to be, I can be outgoing and loud. So I used to sit back and everything and people didn't really give a shit about getting to know me. Like yes it would like yes it falls on the individual to get to know people, it's a two-way thing. But they deemed me not important because I wasn't from the Australian soccer circles, right? I didn't have the the network, I wasn't known in Australia, I wasn't coaching the U seven girls for an amateur team. So I sat there for. oh, fair enough, and, uh, and people would, if I said a comment, you would have some uh, guys disagreeing, oh, no, you should be doing it this way and that way. Okay, mate, fair enough, boom, 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 boom. Uh, I, there was one funny point where we had to do uh, an, an exercise where we had to do uh, analyze a game. And uh, I had just come from China where I was doing all the uh, analysis, uh, the opposition analysis, player analysis. So, you know, I was all right at it, you know. Not amazing at it, but I was quite good. i have just been doing it for a professional club. Uh, and even then, you'll say something, no, no, you don't do it like that. You've got to do it like this. Oh, okay, yeah, you're totally right. So anyway, that, that's because people didn't make an effort to go out of their way to get to know me, even if I tried to make a little effort, I washed my hands and thought, you know what, I'm not interested, I've got nothing to prove. So then I just sat back. It wasn't until by some third party conversation that people heard that, oh yeah, I have been a professional coach in top tier leagues. Oh yeah, I was a professional coach uh, for a next Super League team in China. And guess what? These assholes then wanted to come and talk to me. Oh, hey, mate, you coming out for a beer tonight? No, fuck off, mate. Seriously. Oh, hey, oh, I didn't, didn't realize you was a, a professional coach in the Philippines. Yeah, see you later. Oh, now the tone has changed okay now the tone changes because you know you judge me now you judged me before on thinking that I was a nobody because I wasn't from your Australian clicky circles but now you hear that I've done something which is fucking better than you and a higher level than you now my value seems higher than yours so you want to talk to me right so how true is that how true does this fit into what I said at the start where the difference is how we treat people is the perception of their social value being higher or lower than what we think ours is okay and that's what it comes down to and that's what it will always come to so don't restrict yourself Stop being a fucking asshole and treat everyone how they should be treated because you don't know. You may give back something really beneficial to you. You just might. And guess what? If you can't do it, you might be an asshole. You might not be. You just might be really too busy for time, okay? No problem whatsoever. Now, for all of you out there who are saying, Oh yeah but I emailed you once and you didn't get back to me or I emailed you and you was really rude with a real rude reply (laughs) basically because you would have wrote something absolutely ridiculous like just sending me an email with your mobile number what do you want a fucking date of course I'm gonna reply something back to you like why are you sending me your phone number or didn't reply okay if I was advertising for a job which says you need to be this qualification, this age, and able to start in this area, and then you send an email saying, I'm not this age, I don't have these qualifications, and I'm not in this area, you're not going to get a reply, especially if I say you may not get a reply, which I do. If anyone who emails me on mattwardconsulting.com, You will get an automatic message saying if you message me and do not follow this, 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 this and this, you may not get a reply, okay? It's not because I don't want to, it's because I'm (laughs) too busy with all of these emails that if you tick these criteria, you might get a reply, depending what it's about, okay? If you don't and you're just sending me your mobile number for a date, you're not going to get a reply. I don't want a date. Not that I've got too many already, I've got zero, but you're not going to get a reply, okay? So... Be the person you are, but also try and step out of that suspiciousness, okay? Who was it? Avis Presley, Suspicious Minds. Yeah, I think so. We all have that little bit of suspicion, which is healthy. It keeps us alert. It keeps us streetwise. But there are times when we do have to let that guard down a little bit, or we do have to actually just step back and think, you know what? Is this something I can work with or is this something which I should be suspicious about and I don't want anything to do with it, okay? Don't make the mistake I did in Hong Kong or if you do, learn from it just as I did. Hope it's been useful. Thank you for listening again. Stay tuned next time. We'll talk about some of the interesting stuff as well. Let's see how it goes. Be strong. Keep going forward, okay? Don't stop even when you get to where you think you want to be, okay? There's always more. There's always higher. There's always further. Keep going. Love you. Bye.